Let's keep things moving here on from the press box to press row. I have a whiteboard in the studio. And as I look at the whiteboard, um, you know, back, I think it was the latter part of February. I think it was the latter part of February. It may have been early March. Uh, but on this particular show, as I look at the whiteboard, I had Will Jones as a, as a guest, the head coach at basketball coach at A&T. Uh, Buck Joyner, the head coach at Hampton. I had the singer Rach. And then also on my board is Dawson Odoms. At that time, he was the head football coach at Southern. Fast forward almost two months. He was just announced as the new head football coach at Norfolk State. And guess what? He joins us right here. I'm from the press box to press row. Coach Odoms, congratulations and welcome back to the program. Oh, thank you. Always a pleasure being on. Absolutely. I, you know, I got to start here. I, I had had a chance to be on the virtual press conference, mainly for local media. I thought you did a phenomenal job, said a lot of great things, and some of them I want to touch on uh, right now. What ultimately happened? Did did the time at Southern run its course? Were you looking to move on to Norfolk State? How, how did you ultimately end up here now at Norfolk State? You know, really, I was never looking for a job. I just, I just took my time and wanted to finish out the season. I thought we had a championship team uh, here at Southern, and then uh, it didn't work out. Got to the end of the season and talked to Norfolk State. Uh, just listened to them and wanted to hear them out. And they expressed that they wanted me to be their head coach. And to me, that is important. It's important uh, to be wanted. And it's important to to make sure that you do things the right way. And I just felt like it was the right time. I felt like this job was available for Dawson Odom. Why else would it be? And why would they be calling me? So I just thought it was in God's timing that that I go to Norfolk State. And hopefully that we can continue to do the things the right way and continue to build a program and grow it to where we think it can go. No question. So obviously they reached out uh, to you. Were you, I mean, were you satisfied at Southern? Were you happy? I mean, I can think going back, you know, a couple of years ago, first hearing some rumblings uh, from the Southern alumni, which I, I, I really didn't understand. I mean, it, at the end of the day, it's college football. It's competitive. Some years teams are just going to be better than you are. The last couple of years, Alcorn State was just the class of the swag. I mean, you know, it was a couple of years where Grambling beat you a couple of times. But in at the end of the day, uh, you won six out of nine Bayou Classics. So were, were, were you happy? Were there some rumblings? What, what was going on there at Southern? Well, I don't know if it was a, a level of happiness or, or disappointment or sadness. It's just that I'm a humble guy. And I'm going to give you everything I got. And sometimes we come up short. But I think as a as a person and a man that I am, I realize that if I can't take somewhere where they want to go, I'm, a, I'm smart enough and in my belief to be able to remove myself so that it can continue to grow. I just think that it was a great opportunity that was presented to me at Norfolk State. And I couldn't pass up on it. Uh, I don't think it had anything to do with with, with winning or those things at Southern University. Sometimes uh, it just doesn't work. But I'm happy that that I had this chance while I was winning and, and didn't have to go through losing to discover that it was time to go. So 
I'm really happy with my decision. I'm excited about the next opportunity because I really think Norfolk State is committed to becoming a champion. And when you got when you working at a place that's committed, you got a chance to really be successful. And that's what I'm excited about. And I can't wait till the journey begins. I mean, you follow, obviously you vote on our, our coaches poll and have been ever since you've been the head coach there at, at 2000, uh, since 2012, meaning at Southern. Any, any concerns in terms of where the MEAC is? I mean, it's six teams when you're talking about football playing institutions. Uh, they've, you know, the MEACs lost FAMU, uh, lost uh, Bethune-Cookman, lost a and Now, any, any concerns there as it relates to the future? Of uh, of the MEAC, I have no concern. Uh, I think the I think the MEAC has a plan, and I think the MEAC is trying to execute that plan. Uh, Norfolk State has a plan, and if the MEAC doesn't doesn't work, Norfolk State has a plan B. Uh, I think they're 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 led by by very good people. Uh, Dr. Adam Gaston is is a great leader for the university, and Miss Melanie Webb is a great leader for the athletic department. And when you have Great people in place, you can put your minds together and, and have a vision for things that people can't see. And that's one of the things that led me to go to Norfolk State is that I really believe that they're committed to the vision of being great, whether that's in the MEAC or whether that's in another conference. But right now we're still in the MEAC, and that's where our focus is, and that focus is trying to get Norfolk State to the top. I believe we're going to assemble a staff. And I believe that our players are going to play hard. And if they do those things and we work together, we can achieve the success that's meant for us to have. This may be the first time in the history of Bochtero that we've had uh, a gentleman on the program within a two-month period. That was the head coach somewhere else, formerly of Southern, now the new head football coach at Norfolk State is Dawson Odoms. He joins us here on From the Press Box to Press Row. Thought you had some interesting comments on the virtual uh, press conference on uh, Wednesday. The the trend right now in HBCU football uh, is that, at least from the last couple of big-time hires, uh, is that uh, that schools are hiring coaches that have been big-time NFL players. You – I don't know. You sort of touched on that. You were you you said you were excited about the fact that you were an HBCU guy, one, a graduate of North Carolina Central, and getting the opportunity at Norfolk State. Can you kind of ex- expound on that and, and speak to what you meant or were talking about in the virtual press conference on Wednesday? Yes, when you when you have the the caliber of people such as Deion Sanders and A.D. George. You have a understanding of some things that you can do and get away with as a head coach. Uh, I don't really know Eddie George. He's just getting started. But I do know uh, Deion Sanders. And what Deion Sanders stands for is an opportunity to try to make HBCUs better by holding them accountable to doing those things that, that, that we sometimes know happens at HBCUs. Uh, that's all. He's just trying to make it a better place. And I think sometimes people take take him out of context at what he's trying to do. But he's trying to share more exposure by using who he is and the people that he knows and just trying to bring some things to, to HBCUs and to Jackson State, to the SWAC, and everybody else that may not, that we may not have had before. 
not because people didn't try. They just may not have the connection in their corner like Deion Sanders. And I really think that's what he's trying to do is shed a light. Now, we can agree or disagree on how that light is being shined, but when I spoke with him, uh, you can see that he's trying to take HBCUs to a level that a lot of them want to go, but are you willing to commit to get there? And and that's what he want to try to embrace and show from Jackson State. A very intelligent man, very intelligent man, and he has a plan, and he's going to do all he can to execute that plan. But my thing was is that I know some coaches are looking at that and saying um, how they can just come out of nowhere and, and get an opportunity when you don't pay your dues. Well, I always say don't worry about how another man cut his grass. Just make sure your yard looks good. And that's always been my pet peeve because that's how I was raised. I don't worry about the Joneses. I just try to make sure that you do what you're supposed to do so that you're ready for the opportunities that are presented to you. Miss Well chose Dawson Ozzie, but I was a proven coach. I paid my dues. I turned the program around, and she offered me a job. For that, I can say I'm grateful. But that also should give hope to other coaches that are coordinators at HBCU that haven't had their name called. Uh, you can't get frustrated on the journey because, for one, you don't know how long it's going to take on the journey, so how can you get frustrated? You must continue to do those things well on the journey so that you can reap the benefits and the rewards that are at the end of your journey. The thing is, we don't know when the end is, but don't ever give up hope. And all I was trying to do was shed some hope to those young men that are HBCUs that have paid their dues and their name have not been called. Understood. Dawson Odoms is the new head football coach at Norfolk State, he joins us here on the program. Did you? I mean, I, I mean, I think that's that's interesting. I mean, I, I think you know, obviously, for I mean, you're going to have that perspective. You've been in this. You've had success. Uh, I can understand the other side of some of those coaches that haven't had uh, as or well are sort of getting started. Maybe have had success also. And to your point, of coordinators and so forth may not be getting that opportunity. Did you feel like? Because once upon a time, you did have an opportunity as a head coach at Clark. Did you feel like you would get another shot uh, as a head football coach on the collegiate level? Uh, I never coached to be a head coach. I never I never pursued that. Uh, I never woke up and said, you know what, I would like to be a head coach one day. Uh, my motto is real simple. I want to be the best version of Dawson Odom every day. I want to work hard. I want to do things the right way. And if I do that every day, no matter what role or capacity I'm in, it gives me an opportunity for someone to say, I would like to have that guy, whether as a coordinator or an assistant coach or a head coach. But I cannot put myself in that line if I don't work a certain way every day. I just believe in going 1-0 and every day. I let the decision makers or who they want to hire, who they want to select in that process, take care of that. I just want to make sure that when they look at me, I can be a candidate. All I want to do is be in the line. Eventually, your work will speak for you. You don't have to speak for yourself. Once you get the opportunity, now you have to make the best of it. At Clark Atlanta, I left Clark Atlanta. I was an interim. They gave me the job. They didn't want to give me no contract, so I left. It wasn't hard. I went to the film company and became an assistant. I think I was the head coach at Clark Atlanta for three months. But that's because I, I didn't want to be a head coach just to be a head coach. 
Everything that I do is about making the people around me better. Whether I'm an assistant coach, whether I'm a coordinator, whether I'm a head coach, I'm trying to raise the level of everybody that's connected to me. And that's my philosophy. That's my belief. And that's why I believe that since I'm connected to Norfolk State, the Spartans will rise. Right, absolutely. So uh, what did you tell your players at Southern? I told my players at Southern that this is an opportunity that was presented to me that I couldn't pass up. I appreciated them for letting me be their head coach. I appreciate their time and their dedication. But they deserve more. And I failed them in giving them more. And I tried. I tried to build a better program. I tried to give them the necessary things that they needed to become better men, to become better athletes. And I failed in that. And I apologized to them because winning wasn't enough to bring those things to them. And I said, men, no matter what happens, no matter the day or the week, the day or the time, I'm Dawson Odom. I'm your head football coach. No longer, but I'm forever a father and a friend. Call me anytime you need me. I'm going to be there. Because I'm not abandoning you. I'm just transitioning to a new journey. And I love you. Uh, have you spoken with uh, any of the players at Norfolk State as of as of I know you did, this just happened. Everything is last couple of days. Have you had a chance to speak with any of the players? Yes, I've spoken to some players. And I've asked those players to trust me, just like I have to trust them. I've asked those players to try. But I also ask those players, do you have a two-parent home? I asked one player when the last time his father told him he loved him. And his reply was yesterday. I said, but I know some men in this room don't get told that every day. But that's why I'm here. I'm here to build our trust and to show you that I love you and care about you. But I can't do it unless you give me that opportunity. We can do it. We will do it if we do it together. And that was my simple message to him. And that's plain to him that I'm willing to work as hard as I need to for them to be successful. But I need them to work just as hard. What are you looking for immediately? Not not necessarily with the program. I mean, I think the pro, uh, the program's on solid ground. I mean, you've got some some good players uh, re- returning. But I mean, when I look at Norfolk and I think about it, I mean, I think it's a thirty thousand seat facility, uh, right? Price Stadium. It 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 is, or at least at one time was the largest on campus facility in all of FCS. And I, I'm sure you're looking to sort of rally uh, those troops and uh, at Norfolk the alumni, et cetera right, to be able to fill that stadium as much uh, as possible, right? Yes, we, you know, we want our fans to be able to come in and support the program, but the product, the product has to sell itself. The product has to be uh, something that people are willing to buy a ticket to see, and we have to create that product. And as you win, you hope that the interest continue to build. But it is a nice place. They have a great tradition. They haven't had much success, but they're right there. They're right there. A lot of pieces of the puzzle are coming back. But I really believe right now 
at the best time and the right time to be at Norfolk State. I think our fan base has a reason to be excited. I think our players has a reason to be excited. I think our institution has done an outstanding job. They went out and got a national search. That national search narrowed it down. They chose Dawson Odoms. And what people need to know about Dawson Odoms is that he understands how to adapt and overcome in all adversity. He's been tested. He's also been proven. We will put it together if we're willing to work together. If we can just achieve that, Norfolk State, the Spartans will be ready to rise. In due time, I think everybody's going to see why. Why Dawson Oldham's named the head coach at Norfolk State and how we hope that pays Norfolk State back. Yeah. And I thank them and I'm grateful. In due time, you know the saying, let me hear you say it, Donald. Sparks will rise. <laughs> you said that many a time uh, on Wednesday during the press conference. I mean, it was a, it was a passionate press conference. Last thought here. Uh, how good does it feel to be back in the MEAC and how far is Norfolk from Shelby, your hometown? Probably about five hours, five and a half hours, something like that, and about four and a half from, from my wife's hometown. Uh, it feels good uh, be back on the East Coast. Uh, I talked to Buddy to you last night, uh, gave Buddy a call, because I think when you go into a conference, you always call the elder statesman and let them know, hey, I'm going to lean on you. If there's anything that you can help me with, any advice, uh, you reach out to him. So uh, I reached out to Buddy because I remember when he was a hospital coach in South Carolina. So go a long way back. But I just think those are some things that you do. And then uh, just having the understanding of the lay of the land. Uh, we're familiar. Uh, we played South Carolina State uh, here uh, a couple of years ago. So we're familiar with the style of play. Uh, we understand the landscapes. We understand the magnitudes of the games. And we just understand we're we're new. We're coming into an environment. We're the new coaching staff. Uh, a lot of eyes will be on us and seeing what we do. But guess what? We sign on for this, and that's what it's all about. Uh, I did say last thought, but you you brought something else to my mind. So, Coach Pugh, uh, I mean, he recruits North Carolina well. Like, did he recruit uh, Dawson Odoms when he was a high school player? You ended up at, at Central, but did he try to recruit you? No, nah, he didn't. You know, back you know back when I played in the '90s, South Carolina didn't have a lot of North Carolina players, and I think that's why it was such a great rivalry between North Carolina A and T and South Carolina State because North Carolina A and T didn't have a lot of players from South Carolina, so it was it was definitely less players on those teams during those during my time of college from from either state. But now I think with national recruiting taking place, everybody's crossing borderlines to try to find the best player. Yeah, and I think that's right. He was at – now I'm trying to think. He may have been in South Carolina. I know he was in high school. He may have been in South Carolina at that time, maybe, when you uh, during your well, high school days. He might have been coaching high school. Okay, so gotcha. He was a long-time high school coach. Right. So, and then he, he went to, uh, he went to uh, South Carolina, and then he left South Carolina and went to South Carolina State. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, Coach Odoms, I mean, we've been doing this a long time. Uh, and uh, you, you were wearing that, that blue and gold. Now you got the green and gold on. And uh, you still make some time for us 
here on From the Press Box to Press Row. I really appreciate it. Again, congratulations and continued success to you and now the Spartans. Well, it's always a pleasure, but green and gold has always been a part of my life. Uh, my high school colors are green and gold. My wife's high school colors are green and gold. So it looks like we're returning back to home. With both places, I have a lot of success. So hopefully we can duplicate that at Norfolk State. Go Spartans. Awesome.